Hi, this is Lisa, and you are listening to I Love That Movie. This podcast is for movie lovers. It's not an unbiased opinion. It's not a straightforward review. It's just a couple people talking about a movie that they love. The format is each week I have a guest, and that guest and I discuss a movie that they love, something they're obsessed with, something they connect with. We'll talk about the plot, the director, and the actors, but we'll also talk about the personal connection my guest has with that movie. So if that sounds like something you want to listen to, keep listening. guys, I hope you're all staying safe uh, in your homes and that you're doing well. Uh, it's been three years since this podcast started. I seriously cannot believe it. Uh, yeah, wow. It, it just, the, the honestly, the anniversary snuck up on me because everything else that's happening right now, I kind of you know, didn't realize the date had passed. So I, uh, last week I decided, hey, we've got to celebrate like we do every year. And what we do is we pick the top five episodes uh, between, so this year is between March 2019 and March 2020. And I invite those guests to come back and talk about those episodes and really just thank them for uh, contributing to the show. Uh, This is my thank you really to all of you because I'm the host, but you guys make the show your stories, your input, your knowledge. That's why I do this. And so I like to take some time to go back and thank you guys. Um, So that's what you're going to hear today. It's a little different than our standard format, which is every week I have a guest and that guest and I discuss a movie that we love. So I, I hope this will be a good sampling for you if you're a new listener or if you're an old listener. I hope you really enjoy it. Uh, as usual, I'm going to give my quick plugs before I start. Uh, you can catch up with us on Twitter. We are at ILTM Podcast. Also, Instagram. I love that movie podcast. And we've got a webpage, I love that moviepodcast.com. Check us out on there. Uh, if you want to support the show, this show is free, but if you want to support us, you can on Patreon, and that's at patreon.com slash I love that movie. And I want to take a quick second to thank my top patrons who are Chris Balga, Jeff Widman, and Michael Cross, and Joseph George. Thank you guys so much. You truly keep the lights on, especially right now with everything that's going on. Cannot express how much I appreciate you guys. Um, we also have a Teespring, and I'll link that in the show notes, a Discord and a Facebook group. And that group is awesome. You guys, I really do appreciate you. And we have been hosting watch parties and having so much fun in there. So please join us. It's, um, you know, kind of a a, a closed group, but I'll add you. It's just, I love that movie. So check us out. Uh, And enough blabbing. Here we go. Here's the show. All right. So let's start off with number five. Um, the fifth most listened to episode last year was Suspiria, and yay! And so I brought Courtney back to talk about it. Say hi, Courtney. Hey, everybody. Hey, so Courtney. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I don't know why I <laughs> did that. Um, but <laughs> so were you surprised that you were in the top five? Yeah, I because like I don't know a lot of people who actually have seen it. Same, so it was, same. Uh, it was intriguing. It was intriguing. I was I, like, oh, oh. 
I feel like, okay, so like this, it's always interesting to see what's in the top five because it's not always predictable, but I kind of thought this would be because I just kept noticing it did seem like a lot of people were listening to it. And I think part of that might be that not a lot of people have reviewed it. Mm-hmm. And so and, and it's kind of like not everybody saw it, but also not everybody praised it like we did maybe or not everybody saw it. And so yeah. like it comes up maybe first, like when you search for, for that Suspiria 2018, huh. you know, because like with with um, you were I think you had number one the year that we talked about um, American Psycho. Yeah. And I think that that's the same thing where it's like a lot of people really love that movie. But like when you look it up to see like, oh, I want to hear something about that movie. There's not like a ton. And so I think this might be kind of one of those situations. Um, Yeah, I think you might be right about that. Like that that, that does make sense. That does make sense. But I'm I'm happy for that. (laughs) Me too. And like and um, I mean, it makes sense to me, too, why you would be in the top five because you're a ton, ton of fun to record with. (laughs) Shucks. Oh, but um, but yeah, like I, I think that, and and also when I mentioned that I was watching it, um, I remember Jeff Widman messaged me and was like, "Oh my gosh, I'm so excited! Tell me what you think." So I feel like you know, the, again, like there's the people that really get this movie really like it and yeah. have a lot of enthusiasm for it. Yeah, I think that's true, and I mean, it's such a unique telling of that that particular story, and a, a it's such a powerful film in and of itself and it's really visceral and it gets under your skin almost i know i i almost wish that it had had a theatrical release because yeah, i think too. it definitely didn't it or did it i think <laughs> you know I, what? I think i think there was a, a short run at the draft house oh okay that makes sense. But I can't remember if it was in wide release or not. I yeah. that I can't remember. But I I do know that I was really happy that it was on um, Amazon when I watched it. I was like, oh, I wanted to see yeah, that. Yeah, because it's like an Amazon Studios production, yeah. right? Yeah. Uh-huh. Um, which you which, know now. Would have thought. <laughs> <laughs> I about to be a lot more popular now. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, it, it it is a really good movie, and I'm glad that we. I'm I'm glad that I watched it because I honestly I don't think I would have seen it had you not picked it. Like it just it kept yeah. coming up, and I just you know like sometimes there's so many things that are out at the same time, and yeah. I just wasn't getting to it. And then when you picked it, I was like, huh. And so I watched it. And when we recorded that episode, I was just like, man, I'm so glad you picked this. Like, so happy that I saw it. So definitely, you know, highly recommend. Uh, You and I typically talk about horror movies, and this would fall under that category. But it's a little different. Yeah, it's not specifically, like, I would call it more, like, psychological horror than just straight up horror. Mm Mm-hmm. Although very visual at the same time. So it's like yeah. a little bit of both. Like Yeah. It's yeah, because definitely I, yeah. it's definitely heavy on that that kind of mind bending horror in terms of like what it it's not like just like I mean there's gore, but it's not just like gore for no reason, you know what I mean? Yeah, it's kind of like I can't remember if we made this comparison when we recorded it, but it sort of reminds me, I mean, the closest thing I can think of, and it's not really like this movie, but something about it feels similar. It would be like The Cell. Yes. Oh, my God. Okay, yes. 
I I also love that movie too. Me too. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but it's like it, it's similar in that it's extremely like visually beautiful but disturbing. Yes. Like to yes. where you know you you turn it off and there's just images that get stuck in your head from what you yeah. just saw. I um, absolutely agree with that comparison. Yeah. It has that same sort of feel to it. Yeah. Or more recently, like Midsommar almost-ish. Yes. Like, yeah. It, it feels like this kind of movie is becoming more popular now, which I'm really thankful for. Me too. Um, Me too. Because I really like stuff like this. Um, but I, I also love that it's such a, like a witch movie, you know? Yes. <laughs> but in a good way, in a positive in a way. way. Yeah. Um, and I feel like that's right up your alley as well, obviously. It is, clearly. <laughs> was there anything after the episode that you thought of that you were like, oh gosh, I wish I had said that? I don't think so. I think I was just so like excited about talking about it that everything that I wanted to get out, I definitely got out because I couldn't stop talking. <laughs> <laughs> I hear that. Well, yeah, and like I went back and listened to it and really enjoyed hearing it, um, and yeah, I just, I don't know. It's like, it's hard to say too much because it's like, I don't want to ruin anything. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I so think if you people... haven't listened to it, go listen to it like right now. Exactly. Yeah. Um, well then, okay. So what else can I ask you about it? Um, wh why do you think it got up to the top five? I kind of gave my little guess, but do you have I mean, one too? For me? I don't know. I don't know. My ego would like to say that people just really like me, but... <laughs> um, I think that's I the case. <laughs> <laughs> but I don't know. Um, I think because it was such a, like... It's kind of a left-field movie. Mm -hmm. So maybe it had some, you know, intrigue as to, ooh, what's this kind of, like, you know, some mystery to it. Mm -hmm. Because, again, not a lot of people that I know saw it. I know that people have heard about it, but in terms of, like, you know, getting a, a group of people together it's kind of hard to do so to talk about it but um yeah that that would be my take that would be my guess i agree and i think you know we're in this era of all this great stuff that's on streaming and it, it can be hard to weed through though because there's so much horror that's like not yeah. great <laughs> yeah just like any genre so it's kind of nice to you know um have that insider info like you have where you've you know you've you've done some of the homework for us <laughs> <laughs> Uh, happy to oblige. Yeah. Well, um, thank you for coming on again and really appreciated talking about this. Um, is, is there like a movie you want me to put on hold for you or anything? Uh, Hereditary. Heck yeah. <laughs> okay, I'm going to write that down. Hereditary. <laughs> yes. Okay. <laughs> Very exciting. <laughs> I would love to talk about that. We, we've actually discussed that before, too, right? Mm -hmm. I feel like, yeah, just things have been so crazy lately. Yeah. <laughs> been kind like, of literally. out of sorts. Yeah, literally. Um, so, But I will definitely follow up with you on that. I really yes. want to talk about that. I enjoyed the hell out of that film. And it was so good. Oh, it was so good. It, it was so polarizing, too. Like, like I think yeah. this film could be that we're talking about. It's like one of those things where you either really, really get it, you love it, or you're like, you're like ugh what the fuck did I just watch? <laughs> you know, it's like yeah. real yeah. up in the air. Um, I tend to be the, on the camp of really loving what the hell I just watched. So <laughs> yeah, that's almost like a guarantee. I'll like it. Um, yeah. 
Uh, I, I, oh. the <laughs> yeah, yeah, not to get overexcited about a future episode while we're talking about the best of last year, but I'm, I'm very excited to talk about that. I would love to. Yay. <laughs> well, Courtney, um, where can people find you? Uh, I am on Instagram under at Vicky Bain. I'm also on Twitter at uh, Victoria underscore Bain. Um, I do mostly cosplay stuff, and wig work. So if you're interested in that, just give me a, a look up. Awesome. Well, thank you so much for coming on and uh, hope to have you back soon. Sure thing. Okay, so we are at number four and the fourth most downloaded episode uh, between March 2019 and now is Casino. So I brought back a special guest and that is Nick. Say hi, Nick. Hey, I'm in the top five. You're in the top five? It's my you first. Did it? Is it really your first My first time? top five, yeah. Oh, wow. I didn't realize that. And I live here. <laughs> Seems oh, a bit unfair. brother. Um... So uh, we recorded this episode last year because Nick and I, for our anniversary trip, went to Las Vegas. We've gone several times together. I can't even count. Right. Well, I could, but... You could, but... I could. (laughs) But um, I never miss an opportunity to somehow incorporate the podcast. And Nick is very understanding of that and... um, game so we watched casino a very romantic movie to watch before you go on a trip together wouldn't you say yeah plus we had a very mob centric trip too again mostly my fault it was fun it was fun <laughs> it was really fun so we tend to if you haven't heard that episode yet please go back and listen to that cuz this will be spoilers or consider this an advertisement for that episode an advertisement yes but we, um, have you gone back and listened to the episode since then? I think I've listened to this one, yeah. Okay, okay. Um, yeah, so was there, was there anything in that episode, first of all, that you feel like you wanted to include? Man, I don't know. I feel like I would have to re-listen to it right like now. More, yeah, recently. Yeah. yeah, I mean, this was like a while ago. What was it, like almost a full year ago? Almost, almost. yeah. Almost. Yeah. So that was a while, but I mean... I don't know. I feel like just I'm pretty sure I'm just kind of regurgitating what we were talking about a year ago. But I don't know. There's something cool already about a mob movie. And then you have it like in old school Vegas with the casinos and the way everything used to be. And that really cool retro look. Mm -hmm. There's just something neat. And then it's not there a lot anymore. But you can still see some of that in Vegas today. Right, because Nick and I tend to go to Fremont Street, which is Old Vegas. Old Vegas. The Strip. Downtown. Yeah, yeah, downtown. That's exactly right. So the Strip is like not downtown. It's like... That's like mm, the touristy Vegas. Five or ten minutes away. Yeah. Yeah. But like, yeah, downtown's the Strip, or yeah, downtown Vegas is the original Vegas that you see in these movies. Right, and so a lot of the older hotels, although you see the Strip in, in this movie too. Yeah, because it's, I mean, it's new. Right, because it was there. in the 80s, so like the, yeah, strip, the strip was a thing. Yeah. Um, but a lot of the locations in Casino are um, actually found in Old Vegas. So we stay at uh, we stayed this time at the Golden Nugget. The Nug. Which is, my opinion, the better hotel out there. Although there's a lot of cool boutique hotels that are popping up out there too. It's a good all round. You get yeah. the, the Vegasy Casino vibe, but they're pretty nice. Mm-hmm. They're not brand new, but they you can tell they've been renovated in the last uh, several years. 
Right. It's not run down or anything. Some of them are run down. Some of those <laughs> yeah. places out there. But that's kind of, that kind of gives it a little charm. Like, some I'm, of them. yeah, I'm a big weirdo in that, um, that does bring in a lot of charm for me. Like, like the El Cortez? Yeah. That one's still pretty, very old style. Yeah. Like, and, not much has changed, I bet. And I like that. So, um, we watched the movie before we went on our trip, and... Did we record before? I can't remember if we recorded before we went on the no, trip. No, I think we recorded waited, after right? because yeah. we we managed to slip in. We had a dinner in uh, that restaurant where it's actually like it was his office, wasn't it? No, there's a scene in the movie where they're having like steak or a dinner and it's like in the restaurant we went to. It was, yeah, yeah. Now okay. it's called Oscars and yeah. it's in the Plaza Hotel. And it's in an area that used to overlook the rest of Old Vegas. You can't really see it now because there's a zip line now that like yeah. blocks. It's like really unfortunate actually because it would have been a really cool view. But um, in the, the area that it's in, if it was accurate to the movie that place should have actually been a a swimming pool but in the movie which was you know shot in the 90s they shot it in this restaurant um so that's one location there's also a a bar um i think that it's called like the mill or the pepper mill or something like that that has a fireside lounge that's another location we didn't go there no that name Um, i recognize the name though yeah uh and we so we had dinner at oscars and you could actually get like a mob package which it was a really really good deal deal. you go to the mob museum which is also downtown oh go ahead which is fun yeah it's super fun it's in uh the courthouse right courthouse yeah Mm -hmm. and um it's like four stories of a museum and we bought a package that included tickets to the museum and then dinner at this restaurant and it was go ahead and the museum we were there like three or four years ago Mm -hmm. to the museum but when we went back last year they have added a distillery in the basement and a speakeasy and speakeasy yeah it's a distillery and like a speakeasy style bar down there it's really cool so we took like a lot of pictures and you can still see some of these pictures um on my in- my personal instagram which is ialisa cosplay um i made like a memory of just everything that we hit on that trip it's not all casino related but there's a couple things you can see like the menu from the restaurant and by the way this was like i think it was like a hundred dollars and it included the tickets to the um museum the dinner which was like a three or four course meal i think and and alcohol yeah, I mean, it, it was included just like, a drink. Yeah, it was just one drink, but still. like, But it they was... let you have which whatever drink you want. Right. Like, it's <laughs> not like you get a beer. Yeah. Like, I think I got a uh, old-fashioned. What'd you get? I, I just had wine, I think. Oh, you know me. Wasted. I, well, I was wasted. trying to be careful. I had a martini or something. <laughs> I know. But then the night, I mean, I think it already ended short, but because um, we're old. But um, yeah, so... It was just such a good deal because, I mean, if you guys ever go to a steakhouse, like a legit steakhouse, you know, you're going to spend like, I don't know, 120 easy, yeah. like 60, 70 bucks a person. This is like less than $50 a person and it's four courses and the alcohol. So and the, high, museum. And the museum, like highly recommend. Um, this is just an ad for Vegas. Now. It really, I mean, I'm here to promote Vegas. <laughs> um, but yeah, so, you know, I've heard people say that they... They went to Vegas and they were kind of disappointed because they watched a lot of these old movies. If you're a movie nerd like me and you like mobster stuff, you're kind of like, oh, it's not how I imagined. Go to old Vegas and do something like this. Yeah. Do something extremely campy. We even did like a night where we listened to the Rat Pack. Yeah, that was Um, fun. Yeah. Yeah. We yeah. We did a night where we listened to the Rat Pack 
and um, which was a little further away from where we were staying. It was like in between the strip and um, downtown. So it was kind of like, it was a pretty cool um, hotel though. Yeah. Disney. I can't like remember. the Tuscany or something like that? I think like it that. was Tuscany. I would stay there. Um, it was fun, but yeah. Like, like a resort style. Mm-hmm. And, and like this was, you know, we were like the youngest people there. Everyone was literally, literally senior citizens. But it was very fun. And I don't care. I like stuff like that. Fun. They so, were very generous with their drinks. Yeah. We had to cut the night short after that. <laughs> That's like a theme of the trip. But, but that's what happens when you go to see the Rat Pack, right? I mean, you're, you're supposed there to, to have, have a fun. couple drinks. Yeah. I think those I had, co- I had cocktails at that. I think that was the night where you're like, well, we should go to bed. Um, you've had too many cocktails. Um, but it, it was a really good trip, despite the fact I was actually sick the entire time. Um, I was having really bad sinus issues, which I typically have in Vegas. I think it's all the smoke. Um, but it was especially bad. We also lost a whole day of that trip. And we're really yeah, looking forward. Yeah, travel was really bad going there. Yeah, and we were thinking about going back this year. Ah, that's obviously not going to happen. Um, but uh, yeah, it, despite that, and if you look at the pictures, you don't even see that any of that's happening. It looks like we had a blast, which we did. Um, and yeah, just now that movie is kind of forever wrapped up in my mind of our anniversary and you yeah. know, so all that death and mayhem and then also our love for one another. It goes hand in hand. Yeah, but... um. Yeah, so I looking back on that episode, I don't, I haven't thought of anything extra that I wanted to add. It, it was that was one of those high stakes episodes to me because I I wanted to make sure we got to everything. And um, you know, when I'm thinking back on it, I, I don't know if there's anything that we missed specifically. Um, I feel like if I would have to rewatch the movie, but I feel like that's the kind of movie that they put so much um work into it to where you can almost find something every time you watch it oh absolutely i agree scorsese is a genius um and you know this year the irishman came out i know a lot of people don't like that movie i really liked it i sat through all three hours and or three and a half or something it's long um but i really enjoyed it it felt like a good end cap to these movies to me even though it's not directly related but you know, it's it's connected in 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 the fact that it's a very similar cast. And it kind of goes Scorsese. a little more into like now time because mm-hmm. most of those movies like all ended in like the seventies and eighties. Yeah, I can't remember when that one or when they took ends. place at least. Yeah, um, but yeah, you know, having that memory of like that trip and doing those things and the movie and then it making our top five. I really enjoy that. I. I don't know if it was just the episode or, you know, perhaps it's also because people typically focus on Goodfellas more, which Goodfellas is actually, I, I like that movie more. It's just that we were going to Vegas. That was we part were, of why. Wasn't that like two years ago? Didn't we do Goodfellas also? Mm, I don't think we've done that one. Not yet? Nope. Okay. We've been, we've seen it at Alamo. Yeah. Um, we actually went to Alamo to see it for the... There's going to be a Goodfellas feast, and not enough people bought tickets, and they just moved it into a smaller theater, and, and just we like didn't get any pasta. quietly didn't mention the feast anymore, and we were very sad. Um, we later did have a feast to watch The Godfather, different movie, different director, but we've done that like just a group of friends. Um, but yeah, I think I think because we've seen it in theaters, you maybe that's that, why. Yeah. yeah, but no, I don't think we've done Goodfellas. Yeah, um, I guess not. So. 
you know, that would be another one. And that would have been my first choice. But, you know, we were going to Vegas and... We were going to a casino. Yeah. So it was like, gotta talk about casino. Um, And I'm really glad we did. I think the only thing we could have added to the trip that would have had to do with the movies, I would have really liked to have seen that neon... Yeah, the neon graveyard. Graveyard, yeah. Boneyard. Um, Same thing. Uh, but you know, we couldn't because we lost a whole day. <laughs> yeah. We kind of couldn't do any like excursion type stuff. We planned our trip and not thinking about the fact that it was the year that like a lot of the, it was fleet... the, the super max when they got, they fish, I think they officially got, I'm doing air finger quotes, but like decommissioned cause they kept messing up. Yeah. And, uh, Southwest I think had the largest, um, fleet of those so yeah. they pretty much lost more than 50 percent of their fleet yeah, like, they didn't overnight pretty much tell anybody no they just pretended like it was weather related but we ended up like oh it was a nightmarish day we to bounced get there around like three or four different term terminals or, or gates you know there's like a two-hour time difference so you know uh, L- las vegas is like two hours behind us but we didn't get there we didn't get there until like, midnight. Yeah, it was 11 or midnight. And like, so we got there just in time to like go to sleep. Yeah. Um, so, you know, but that's travel. I mean, things happen. Yeah, so. yeah, we still had a really good time the rest of the days we were there. We, we made a lot of interesting memories all around, I think. But I'm really glad that we talked about this movie. I feel like you and I have bonded over these films a lot. We've watched these movies a lot together. So it was fun to talk about that and then to also have like a little trip. You need to think of something. I feel like I just felt like so much of it was for me, though. I feel kind of bad. <laughs> so you need to think of a movie for you. Hey, there's that a, a trip little could be connected to brewery in downtown Vegas that we always go to. It's called Banger Brewery. Mm-hmm. As long as I get to go there every time, I'm happy. Or Oak and Ivy. The- Oak and Ivy. Yeah. yeah. Really good little cocktail place. Yeah. Okay. Like cocktails and, and uh. So I can buy you off, is what you're saying. Yeah, you can bribe me. Okay. Yeah, but but again, if you think of something like that that's like a destination and reminds you of a movie, like, or just in general, we should probably do that again, because I thought it was super fun. It's cool that we can incorporate the show um, and kind of let you guys in on a little bit of that personal stuff. And then it's just fun in general, so I I would really like to do that again. Yeah. Once all this is over. (laughs) I think next year we're going to do some uh, illegal street racing and incorporate that with uh, Fast and the Furious. Oh, you know what? There are some rules. (laughs) That would be something you would do. Not Nick, anymore. this the illegal street racer. Not, not anymore. We'll we'll get into that story another time. Um, okay, Nick. Well, thank you so much for coming back on. Thank you, and thank everyone for uh, I guess downloading downloading the episode I was on enough to make a top five. That's really cool. Don't stop all the downloading. So, yeah, we're not a computer. Don't. We're not computers. Um, well, thank you so much. Sure. All right, and we are on number three, the number third most downloaded podcast episode of the year was Prometheus. So I've invited Tim from uh, Beer with Geeks and uh, Academy Rewind uh, to come back on and talk about it. Say hi, Tim. Hello. Hello. I was number three. That's so that's so humbling. And probably has <laughs> nothing to do with me at all and everything to do with you and Prometheus, but that's okay. <laughs> I don't think so. I think, you know, okay, th- this is like a, a, a part that I'm sort of introducing this year, I think. I don't think we've really dived into the whys and hows, but um, 
I think personally that the reason why this made it to the top five is because I don't think that there's a lot of people really diving into this movie in a loving way. What do you think? You know, I was thinking about that actually when you asked me to be on, you know, uh, not just for Prometheus, but for this for this episode specifically. And I thought, you know, people just don't talk about this movie. And I bet there's more love for it out there than than we give it credit for, you know, like, cause I love this mm-hmm. movie. It can be like a really popular movie or it can be one that people didn't even remember existed. And, <laughs> and Prometheus is kind of that movie that people remember it exists, but have heard bad things or have bad taste in their mouth. But I think there's just a lot that actually did enjoy it because they, like you and I cover our cover ourselves that you know we like the prequel alien movies just as much or more <laughs> as you know as the as the sequel movies so yeah so yeah I, I'm happy that we were able to talk about it and we can still talk about it apparently <laughs> yeah I mean I did get great feedback on the episode too I can kind of tell what's going to be in my top five I've, I've been telling my other guests by you know just the things that people say mm-hmm. and in and I do think that there is a you know a group of people that really like this movie a lot and um and I think if you probably typed in Prometheus review you would get a lot of like oh the worst movie ever and so like if I liked it I would be trying to weed that out for the <laughs> for the one review maybe ours is the only one I don't know uh <laughs> that really liked it so so yeah I, I completely agree with that H- have you gone back and listened to the episode at, at all I did. I, I listened to it when you released it, but not, okay. not since then. Yeah. Was there anything that you feel like we didn't touch on? Oh gosh, that was that ha- it happened so long ago. I don't. <laughs> I, <know. laughs> I don't remember. So I'm gonna say no. We talked. <laughs> no. We talked about everything that we wanted. I mean, we to. talked about it for a long time. We did. I remember it being a longer episode, um, in a good way. Yeah, it felt like a Ridley Scott movie. It was really long, and it was long. <laughs> so detailed, uh, so thought-provoking. <laughs> Maybe I'm giving uh, me, us too much credit. I don't know. Never. Um, Maybe giving Ridley never. Scott too much credit. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Some people probably feel that way, yeah. Um, well, I'm really jazzed that this made it to the top five personally because I really liked this movie a lot when it came out and I had that experience. We've probably talked about this in the episode of like coming out of the theater and looking towards my friends and thinking, you know, there wasn't a lot of aliens in this. And so I was kind of worried Mm -hmm. that they were going to hate it. And they just were like, we loved it. And this is like the group of people that I recorded the alien episode with and aliens. So, you know, we are on this journey together of watching these movies together. They did not like the other prequel, um, Mm. but they liked this one. Um, And so I was like, oh, okay, I'm hopeful now. But then when I saw the reviews, you know, I thought, oh, gosh, like, I guess we're really in the minority. So when you pick this episode or this movie back then, I was like really excited about it. Well, that's exciting. I did not. I didn't know that. I didn't realize. Well, I mean, I knew that the movie (laughs) wasn't loved, but I didn't know you had this like alien like alien group and like that also <laughs> that also enjoyed this movie it's a, actually you raised a really good point on it that i hadn't really thought of that there aren't a lot of aliens in this movie there are especially not a lot of xenomorphs in this movie but i actually like when there's only one because alien is my favorite one we talked about on the episode Same. right yeah mm-hmm. exactly and like there's only one it's scarier like i don't like jaws is scarier than like 
multiple sharks. Like the one shark is scary exactly. enough. I don't need I don't need a bunch of them. Um, because they feel less threatening in a way because now mm-hmm. because obviously you're, if you can survive somebody's going to survive all of them and that actually diminishes their power um and so if one of them takes out a lot of people they're they're much more engaging as a creature of horror so uh yeah so but there weren't yeah. a lot of, yeah you know it's funny even like you said aliens generally like there aren't a lot of aliens like at all like types of <laughs> aliens period they're just mm-hmm. yeah but i i find the movie's uh, engaging because of the characters um, so I don't necessarily like I kind of like Jaws or Alien like not seeing aliens is sometimes just as interesting as seeing them well I think you could sort of give people a test like if you were to introduce Prometheus I would ask a couple questions and I think one of them is something you just brought up do you prefer alien or aliens I prefer alien mm-hmm. because like you I like the suspense I like the mystery. Um, I like the characters. Now, if you preferred aliens, then that tells me that you're more interested in the action and you're more interested in it being like exciting and um, which there's nothing wrong with that. I love aliens. Mm-hmm. Um, but this might not be that movie for you. And I can imagine going to this movie with that mindset and just being disappointed. My other question would be, did you like Blade Runner? Because I feel that, you know, Ridley Scott is really injecting a lot of that same, you know, focus on artificial intelligence in Prometheus. It feels like it's really about David. Um, 100%. Yep. And so if you like that, then you'll like this movie. Even if you didn't li- love aliens, like you might like this more because it's more focused on that. Where do we come from and what makes us human? Whereas aliens, I don't think is asking that question you know (laughs) so it's kind of like do you like these two things if you do you'll like this movie if not that's cool you know i'm just glad that there are films like this that you know take these big you know franchises and 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 do pose these interesting questions so yeah i I think um that's why i was so excited to talk about it i felt like when you picked it i was like oh good like we can dive into this it was like the blade runner episode for me or blade runner 2049 those are some of my favorite ones just because it's it's something that i like to deep dive into well that's good i think i would with with uh your question on like do you like aliens do you like blade runner and all the things i would even ask like do you like frankenstein if you because if you look Mm. at kind of david as you know because the frankenstein colon the modern prometheus right and so this movie is right and uh like if you look at david as the monster um or then you can look at the aliens as the monster and there's like a lot Mm -hmm. of parallel like you can you can play with a lot of those images and themes uh pretty uh because the the, both stories kind of ask the same questions and then it's all about the hubris of people and going too far and being an idiot and knowing you're not supposed to do something but you do it anyway there's so much to play (laughs) with uh so i think i think that i think you're right. If people just wanted smashy smash scary aliens, then this is not this is not I can see why they'd be disappointed, but I'm I'm sorry. Yeah. Our defense was always the word alien or xenomorph is not in the title. Mm, you know, that's a good point. So, which, which actually gives you which actually means that like you could be disappointed with the sequel, uh the Alien Covenant. Alien Covenant. Yeah. Yeah. Because it was neither And that one it was yeah, really a sec- it was really a secret Prometheus sequel that like shoehorned aliens into it. 
<laughs> I know it was like, you wanted aliens? Here's a bunch of them. Yeah. But it didn't really feel like they they suited the plot nope. quite the same way. <laughs> nope, not really. Not really at all. But Yeah. But it, I mean, I still, like, I didn't hate it. I just didn't love the direction it went in. I would literally still watch one more. <laughs> Me too. I'm there. Me too. You know? I'm, th- I'm there to wrap up that story. Like, I want to know, please. Yeah. But 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 yeah, no, I agree with you. Frankenstein's monster, that's a good that's a good comparison. I think that I think that checks out for sure. I try. You know. You try. I try. <laughs> <laughs> well, Tim, this this is this has been really fun. I'm so glad that you made it to the top five and so so prestigious. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Just kidding. I was gonna <laughs> um, throw my hair behind my my like oh yeah that's all i have to offer i don't have more i'm just like you've you're in the top five woo um but uh i'm so glad that you came back and took the time out thank you so much for for recording with me today i would love so much to have you back so you know if you can think of another movie that you would want to come back and talk about like is there one that you're thinking of uh oh that's a, a great question off the top of my head i do love many movies but um, I'd have to honestly, I'd have to go back and look at what you've covered because you know you're three years <laughs> in now, and I like so now that the chance of me saying a movie that I want to talk about, uh, it feels so weird to even say that. Like yeah. it doesn't feel like it's been three years. Mm-hmm. I'm still kind of struggling with that. Yeah, I understand <laughs> with that, accepting that. I, I do. Beer with Geeks just celebrated its um, 300th episode this that's, um past wow. week as of recording this episode <laughs> and so that's cool. so cool yeah so uh, believe me it th- how many times you like put your face in front of a microphone after a while it gets pretty it's fairly odd how much time you actually end up giving <laughs> over your life to this but there's there's hours and hours and hours for my uh, future children to make fun of me later on so <laughs> <laughs> they're like dad yeah why would you say um, that <laughs> <laughs> that's so awesome well i love your show you you know anyone listening that hasn't already checked out your shows should go check out your whole network which is the um is it thought bubble audio thought bubble audio yep thought bubble, okay. the thoughtbubbleaudio.com you can check out our gosh almost like dozen shows at this point thank you so much for coming on and i really do hope to hear back from you soon i would be i would love to be back on thanks for having me all right and we are down to number two Uh, on our list of most popular episodes this past year. Um, And number two was actually The Last Jedi. So I brought uh, Thomas Olsen back to talk about it. Say hi. Hey, Lisa. Glad to be back. Hey. Uh, Have you gone back and listened to the episode since we first recorded it? I did, because I think we recorded... Oh, well, and first off, I just want to say I think that's awesome. It's number two. I know. (laughs) Isn't that great? Yeah. (laughs) Uh, but yeah, I did. I um, so we recorded it last summer, I think, like maybe mm-hmm. June, July, and I I went back um, in December, you know, a week or two before Rise of Skywalker came out, just to kind of, you know, I was rewatching the Last Jedi again, and you know what, I I, you know, like, <laughs> I, I really liked that conversation. I felt like um, there we had a lot of good stuff to say, and because I don't always go back and listen to a lot of the my own podcasts or. But I did that one, and it was just like I was like, man, we had a great conversation about this. I was like, people that hate the Last Jedi should really 
check this out. <laughs> I agree. It was a compelling argument, I think, because you've had practice too, right? On your podcast oh, as well, talking about yeah. The Last Jedi. <laughs> uh, I've, yeah, I've, I've had a lot of practice. I've been in, in outside <laughs> of podcasting. I've debated it with friends for the last two years. So yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, and also, this marks your third time on The Countdown, which is crazy. That's so yeah. awesome. No, I feel very honored. <laughs> we had um, the last two were, uh, was it Inception? And then I can't remember yeah. what, the, what was, was the other one. I know I did Back to the Future 2. That's right. Time. I don't know if that was the one though. Oh, okay. I, I think it was. I'm yeah. not sure, but I have to go back and listen to it. But that's so awesome. I'm so glad. I know, yeah. you know, I could tell when I first published this episode, I was really nervous. We talked about that when we recorded just because you know, there's a lot of hate for this movie out there. <laughs> so, you know, when I first put it out, even when I just tried to discuss it on Twitter or Facebook, it just got really heated. Um, and so I kind of wondered what the reaction would be once I actually published the episode, but was really pleasantly surprised with the response. It was overwhelmingly positive. Um, yeah. And I think people, I've said this on a couple other episodes, this one, and I also talked about this a little bit on um Prometheus was number three for us this year. Um, I think sometimes people are looking for positive comments about a movie that they really like when a lot of the other reviews are bad. So I imagine there's, you know, we talked about there's so many YouTube channels and, uh, and podcasts too dedicated to just kind of ripping this movie apart. So the fact that, you know, this podcast focused only on movies that we love, you know, that that might be why it got downloaded more. Maybe just people are ready to hear something positive <laughs> about it. Yeah. And I, and I mean, I think it's that and maybe maybe some people are just like, wait, people like this? I got to hear what's, you know, I don't know. Maybe not. <laughs> yeah. yeah. They're like, I want to hear the other side <laughs> since we're getting bombarded with just one side. No, I completely agree. And I was really excited to do that episode because I walked out of the theater loving that movie and mm. just thinking, wow, they really went there. You know, Star Wars took a pretty big risk, but it was exciting. It was unexpected. It subverted expectations. I really thought it was a great film. And, uh, since then, you know, uh, Ryan Johnson also came out with uh, Knives Out. Have you seen that yet? I have, yeah. Yeah, that was Which really is, good too. It seems to be pretty universally praised. Like, I haven't really heard anyone not like that one. So it's just interesting. Agreed. Yeah, and it was even up for an Oscar for Best Screenplay, right? I think so, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, I guess because there's no stakes there. It's like not Star Wars, so it's just much easier to, oh. um, you know, I guess, you know, play with our expectations and uh, provide a mystery and, and, and not have to worry about reactions so much. But yeah, I agree. It was universally praised and I loved it. And I think it just proves maybe even to some of those people that didn't like The Last Jedi that, you know, it's not that he's a bad director. <laughs> right. Maybe he just didn't like how it turned out, but, you know, it didn't have to do with his skills, I don't think. Um, Star Wars is such a beloved thing and it's like every Star Wars movie you know, any Star Wars property going forward, I think is there's always going to be the haters. And I think, <laughs> yeah. Uh, and obviously, like, Ryan Johnson did some crazy stuff and, and like you said, um, subverted a lot of expectations. And so I can get that people aren't, aren't, aren't going to all going to jump on board with it. But I, I, I have a hard time when people just say it's like a poorly made film because it's, you know, like, and, and sure, not every movie's perfect and there's probably things to, to pick at it. But, um, Anyways, that's that's I, I can I can okay if you 
don't like the direction as far as a Star Wars film, but I think it, it is a well-directed movie. Um, so Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I hope people walk away with, you know, we both really enjoyed this film. We're definitely not telling people they have to enjoy it. We're just talking about why we liked it. But I yeah. agree. Like, it's totally okay with me if you don't like The Last Jedi. <laughs> I yeah. kind of get it. Like you said, it, it, it took some big swings. And I liked that. But, you know, that's not everybody's cup of tea, and I get it. Um, were there any going back and listening to it um, or even just having had time to digest it since we're further out from the movie and, you know, Rise of the Skywalker came out. Was there anything that we didn't cover or any new thoughts that you had about the movie? Um, I'm sure there are. I think um, um, obviously, yeah, with like the Rise of Skywalker out, I think a lot of people want to say that 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 movie um, negates a lot of what last Jedi did. And, you know, I, I can maybe understand that, but I, I guess I don't feel like, I feel like those movies still work together pretty well. Um, one being, um, the big theme of the last Jedi was Ray being a nobody and then having that, that reveal in the movie and then in, uh, the rise of Skywalker. So, uh, it's, are you okay if I give a spoiler for that? Oh know. yeah. I think, okay. We're about to give a rise of Skywalker spoiler. I assume you guys have seen this by now. <laughs> Go yeah. ahead. So, you know, we find out that Ray is a Palpatine. And I think, though, that theme of, like, her self-discovery still fits into that movie. Like, it, what Ryan Johnson did and what J.J. did with, with the Rise of Skywalker and Ray's story and her heritage, I think it still worked. The first time I saw it, I was like, okay, I don't know. I, I really liked what they did in Last Jedi, so I got to sit with this. And I, the more I thought about it, I felt like it still, it still worked for the character because she – and said this time she – she ha- she had to be okay with being a nobody, and then she kind of like had to have this other reveal of like, wow, I have this actually pretty terrible um, heritage in my family. Uh, you know, basically, the worst person ever exists is my I'm related to, and then to her to have to like still make a choice to want to be who she is and um, you know be a force for good rather than get sucked up into all that. I I feel like it's still follows that theme very well to the last Jedi established of like choosing who you want to be just, you know, despite your, your background or your, or your upbringing. And I thought that was carried over very well from last Jedi into that. And so I don't know that's another thing that I, I would maybe explore more of at some point is that is just race race story arc that I really love. No, I completely agree with you. Um, you know, I, I have heard, that, you know, people feel it's retconning it completely. And I disagree. I, th- I think you're on the right path. Like, you know, the uh, like the whole movie was about, you know, expectations and how we can get disappointed. And each character in that movie had an expectation that didn't get met. And um, it was like the, you know, the darker part of that trilogy. But I think the only way that it would have totally retconned it is if she was literally a Skywalker. I think that would have been kind of disappointing (laughs) because they said no to that too much. Mm -hmm. Uh, But because it's Palpatine, to me, that was just interesting, you know, number one. And then number two, I I completely agree. She had to let go of letting her past define her because that's really what she held on to. Um, 
you know, her, her sense of identity, she thought was going to be fleshed out by finding out who she's related to. And since she went through that disappointment of being a quote unquote, nobody, she, she then has to build her own, you know, identity aside from that. And I think that strength helps her when she finds out she's a Palpatine. Obviously, that's really difficult news. But she's already started defining who she is outside of her lineage. So I, I agree. I think that that was a really nice uh, way to end cap it. And, and I like the idea that, you know, people's allegiances, people's um, identity can be somewhat fluid in the sense that, you know, like with Luke in the second one, we saw him have a serious moment of weakness with Kylo Ren. And then Rey is really struggling with this big pull to the dark side. It's like you're not necessarily just defined by those times that you failed or those times that you were, you know, pulled to the dark side, so to speak. But you're defined by what you do overall and what you choose to do overall. And so I thought both her and Kylo Ren had really good end caps with that in Rise of Skywalker. And I agree. I I think all three of the movies worked really well together. And I really enjoyed them, and I'd love to talk more about them. <laughs> They're yeah. really fun, and so yeah, I I think that's a great a great point. You know, just talking about the Palpatine angle, it's super interesting. A lot of stuff to cover there. Mm-hmm. Um, well, Thomas, thank you again for coming back, um, and again for being on here three times. <laughs> that's awesome. Um, where can people find you? Um, yeah, uh, my podcast is called Superhero Movie Cast, and uh, it's we haven't published any new episodes for a little while, but you can go back and listen to some of our old ones. We, we've, we've covered every Star Wars movie on there, other stuff as well, random things here. Um, but yeah, so we're on, you know, any anywhere you listen to your podcast, you should be able to find us. Um, if you want to email me, you can email me at superheromoviecast at gmail.com. Awesome. Yeah, this is a perfect time to go back and look at your catalog. (laughs) Everyone's got a lot of free time. Well, thank you again so much for coming on and thank you for picking this movie. This was super fun. It was. Thank you so much. I, I really enjoyed it. All right. And now we have gotten to our number one most listened to episode between March 2019 and March 2020. And that is Clue. And so I've brought Jordan from DC Comics Squadcast back to talk about it. Say hi, Jordan. What's going on, guys? So are you surprised? Are you ecstatic? How Very. are you feeling? <laughs> uh, I'm like I'm like doing the... Uh, I've never seen the movie, but I know the gift, the, the Brad Pitt burn after reading Arms oh, in the yeah. Air. <laughs> you know, that's me that's right now. So I feel pretty good. I feel like it's, it's an accomplishment. And uh, <laughs> I feel like because it's both not just my energy, but like the enthusiasm that my wife also shares for the movie. Like, I feel like getting to talk about it, I was able to kind of like, I I went back and listened to some of that the other day. And like, I was looking at the episode timeline and it was like, this one's 55 minutes. This one's like an hour or two. This one's this. And then mine comes up. It's an hour 40. And I'm like, holy (laughs) smokes guy, you got to like slow your roll a little bit. So no way. uh, Love feel good. I I feel good. Uh, And yeah, I mean, I definitely wasn't anticipating that though. And that's, actually makes me really happy because it just shows me that that we have a lot of clue fans out there and um, i know it's a good thing i have to wonder if some of it is because of uh knives out you know did that make people sort of go back and like listen to this more because i feel like clue was sort of a 
you know, it's always been kind of a cult classic. It wasn't successful yeah. in theaters, and we talk about that in the episode. But it is it is a, a movie that has a lot of fans. And I, I do know that after that episode, I got a lot of feedback. You can kind of always tell what's going to be in the top five because you get a lot of feedback on it. And I've gotten a lot of mm-hmm. really positive feedback uh, from your listeners and other listeners and new people. And so it, it kept kind of coming up, like when I would look at the top... 10 in the past 30 days like it kept kind of coming back up but I have to wonder if maybe Knives Out had something to do with it because it's just it it feels like it jumped up significantly and I'm so happy because you know that movie um, it just it was the perfect timing of both of us talking about it because that is a movie that I really grew up with and watched over and over again and me and uh, my friend Kara who you hear a lot on the show I mean we watch that countless times so it's like we really got to spend just an hour and 40 minutes just getting so excited about something that we truly love and there may just not be a lot of coverage on this movie out there too like sometimes I think that plays into it as well if if people um you know, go to look for a, a movie review and there's just not a ton of them, then I think that kind of pushes my show up there a little bit. So that could be it too. But um, yeah. I, I listened to the episode more than once. I thought it was super fun to listen to. We were really excited. I wanted to give you a compliment from my dad who listens to my show. He was like, I like Jordan's energy. Like that's the kind of Aww. energy I want in every episode. Like he wants every episode to be like super <laughs> jazz, no matter what we're talking about. <laughs> Thank you so much. That that means a ton, and that's that's great because I actually I love the episodes that your dad has appeared on as well. So um, <laughs> he's got a fan from afar as well. Good, uh, good. But no, it's it is one of those movies, and um, you know, I was talking with Lizzie a little bit about it, and I was like, I wonder what Lisa and I are going to talk about. Um, and I was just like, you know, and, and and you just giving me a recap as to to how this is going to go down. Like honestly. Like I still love I love that movie as much as I love that movie when we talk when we talked about it and I've probably right. watched it maybe 50 times since we've talked about it even like it's one of those movies where if Lizzie and I are not having a good day or anything like that that movie mm-hmm. it just all you hear is the and then the and I'm just like oh okay my like the world is fine like the, like everything is okay around like even though it's like, you know, the Elmo gif or the pizza gif of the guy who walks into the room and everything's on fire around him. Like, yeah. that's how I feel. Like, everything's on fire around me, but this is, like, the one thing that centers the universe for me and for Lizzie. And so um, it's just – it's one of those things that, like, I said it on the episode, and I'll say it here. Like, that movie, if you if you just appreciate good humor and you're just looking for a good time, throw that movie on. It just Absolutely. makes you feel good. Like, there's something about it. It just gives you that, like, instant nostalgia. But that, it, like, I don't think that there's ever been a time where I've been watching that movie with somebody where they're like, dude, you are, like, you're still smiling. And I'm like, I can't help it. I just can't. <laughs> and then, like, I can't see now, like, even those characters as iconic as they may be in other movies, too. Like, every time I see one of the actors from that movie in a different movie, like, the other day, um, Lizzie and I were just flipping through some channels and Blazing Saddles was on. Yeah. And Madeline Kahn's and uh, she was performing right. what's, uh, the what song in Blazing Saddles. I can't remember. Um, but she's performing it and you're just like, oh, my God, this woman is a genius. And like you could just see like not even just her character there, but like you could just see some of the things that she was doing. And it just like it wasn't even necessarily blocked out. But if something 
like happened in the scene that she wasn't expecting she just rolled with it and you're just like oh my god that was like the perfect amalgamation of everybody just like together it was like i know you and i talked about it the perfect cast and every everything just came together and it was just popped out this little golden nugget that didn't do well in theaters but now like i don't think i've ever met a person that i've asked them like have you seen clue and if they've seen it i've never met somebody that's been like yeah i, I just don't like that movie every person, right. every person i've talked to has been like oh my oh my god i love clue and you're like how is this not well more like well known or is it and i just don't know <laughs> Right. No, I mean, I think it's always had that cult status just because when it was released, we talked about in our episode, you ha- you got like a, a different ending depending on what theater you went to. But I think, right. you know, that gave it its cult status. And so people that love it are just so passionate about it. It's like you, you've got to have an opinion. It's usually a strong one. But I agree with you. Maybe I just am around good people. I don't know. But they always mm-hmm. seem to really love the movie. Um, when you talked about seeing some of the people again, Karen and I covered um, a, a movie called Nothing to Lose that came out in 1997, and Michael McKean's in it. He plays like an evil Ooh. boss, and we totally didn't recognize him. I mean, he looks completely different than he does in that movie. Yeah. And I just, I was like, hey, did you notice, like, he's Mr. Green? And my friend Karen was like, I, I need a minute to process this. <laughs> she was like, I can't <laughs> believe we've seen that movie so many times and didn't realize that was him. Because around the same time that we saw that movie, we were watching, you know, Clue. So it was, like, just right. kind of funny. Um, but, yeah, no, I completely agree with you. I could pop it in right now, and I would still really appreciate it. I... It's just, I think it's like streaming free right now, right? Is it on Netflix or I think it's on Netflix or Amazon Prime? One of those. I think you can actually go watch it. Um, yeah, I think right it now. was on Amazon Prime for a little bit. Mm. Uh, I bought the movie, so like I, I just, yeah, I yeah. had to. I was like, <laughs> we watched this movie way too much that like it's just worth it for me to buy. Oh, it, so I bought it on movies anywhere. Um, okay. But uh, yeah, I think it, if you look for it, somebody's got it, and if if people. Okay, no, I was going to throw that out. I was going to be like, if anybody wants my uh, Movies Anywhere stuff, let me know. Uh, no, that's too many people. Uh, but <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, it's, and trust me, there's not a lot of great stuff on there. Don't worry about it. Uh, but <laughs> no, it's just, um, I think, yeah, I, it's just one of those things. Everybody, if you, like, if you haven't seen it, go watch it. It's so yes. good. It yeah. is, and it'll make you laugh in this time where I feel like laughing would just be, you know, appropriate for some. So, um Absolutely. Yeah, I just love that movie. Uh, I'm so grateful for, you know, you allowing me on to talk about it. Thank you so much. Uh, and it's it's one of those ones that, you know, anybody else wants to talk about it, you know, <laughs> hit me up on Twitter. Like, I am, I am all about it. Uh, Lizzie and I, I think we talked about this in the episode. We've sat down. We've mapped out everything. And I think everything yeah. works with the exception of, like, one little thing where it's just, like, eh, it's kind of blurry whether or not that could work or not. But, uh yeah, it's just it's one of those things that just if, if you guys have seen the movie and you guys want to see if it works or not, check it out for yourself because that's also a good time. But uh, no, thank you so much for having me on to discuss that movie. It was a, it was a real blast and um, it was great to talk about it with somebody. Um, I mean, I love like I said, I love talking to my wife, but it, it's great to talk to somebody aside from that who loves the movie as much as well. So yeah, uh, I, I love pleasure. the way you kind of woven how it's. I don't want to say strengthens your relationship, but is a part of your relationship too, because I think that's important as well. Like, you know, for you to, uh, when you love something that much and you can share it and it sort of enhances it, it adds new memories. I mean, now 
you know, your relationship with her is tied up in this movie. And Nick and I definitely have movies like that, too. And I have a Mm -hmm. lot of friendships that are connected to this. And it's always awesome to talk to somebody that you know, genuinely love something like that, you know, so I, I I really was so happy when you picked this episode. And then I, again, your enthusiasm just like blew me away. It was super fun. I was like, man, I need to have Jordan on here more often. This was great. (laughs) Um, And obviously would love to have you back. Um, And also your awesome show. Um, Do you actually two things? Now, if you did come back, is there is there a movie you want me to put on hold for you? Oh, so (laughs) <laughs> I that's a really really tough question. I don't know. You can know. think about it. Um, I should have prepared you before we talk. No, that's okay. There's okay, so there's there's honestly there's two of actually there's one. Uh, it's The Patriot by Mel Gibson. Oh, that's Gibson, right. Uh, that's Mel right. Gibson. Yeah. I I don't know why. I love that movie <laughs> so much. I don't and I, again I think it's a relationship thing, so I'll save that for Okay. For them, yeah, that'll but, be a good uh, story. I I can't wait. So, uh but yeah, that would that would be that would be that one for me. And uh, what was your second one? Also, well, thank you f- so much for that. Where where can people find you? You guys can find me all over the place, honestly. <laughs> so uh, you can find me at Jordan Funky. That's kind of like my main handle for everything because, like, it's weird. Jordan Funk is taken on a lot of stuff. And <laughs> so, like, I just throw the Y on there. So uh, at Jordan Funky. All lowercase on Twitter and Instagram are the main spots that I tend to be on. Uh, not so much Facebook anymore. On Facebook, all I do is I literally post wiener dog videos to Lizzie's page. And I just <laughs> like my one buddy Mike's posts because he just posts the funniest things. And aside from that, that's pretty much all I do on Facebook. Uh, so Twitter really is the best spot to get in touch uh, you know, with me if you'd like to uh, discuss Clue. That'd be I'm <laughs> totally for it. I'm also a huge comics nerd. Uh, so I do a uh, podcast called DC Comics Squadcast, and I do that with my buddy Chris Rimmer. And um, we have we just actually recorded episode 176 yesterday. Wonderful, and, awesome. Um, we are going to be doing a commentary on Batman Forever because I think we could all use a little bit of laughs here and there. So uh, we got talking about it the other day, and we're like, hey, I mean, they're going to stop shipping comics for a little while, so like, let's do uh, some commentary. Yeah. So we're gonna. We're going to do that puppy and, and some other stuff. So if you guys are into comics, uh, head on over there. We primarily focus on the DC world side of things, but I'm a big Marvel fan as well. So if anybody wants to talk any of those, uh, let me know, and I'd be happy happy to do so. I'm always looking to, to chat with folks. So, um, yeah, that's where you can find me. Awesome, Jordan. Well, thank you again. Thank you so much for coming on and for picking this movie, and I hope to have you back soon. I appreciate it. Thanks, Lisa. All right, guys. Well, that's it. So our top five, again, were Suspiria, Casino, Prometheus, The Last Jedi, and Clue. What an awesome way to end it. I love Clue. Um, So that's all we've got for this week. If you like what you heard today, please subscribe and rate the show. It does help new listeners find us. Everyone be safe and be well, and I'll talk to you soon. (laughs) 